Welcome to Coffee and Contracts with John Apino, brought to you by Financial Residency. John owns Contract Diagnostics and is an expert on physician contract negotiation and compensation review. If you have an idea for a podcast or a question you would like for him to answer on one of his shows, please email podcast at financialresidency.com. Now grab your cup of Java and get ready for Coffee and Contracts with John Apino. Hey everybody, it's John again with Contract Diagnostics. A quick question today on how academic contracts are set up differently. So we see two very different types of academic contracts here at Contract Diagnostics. One is almost like a letter and it looks like a letter and it reads like a letter. You know, Dr. Mary will start here on this date. She will be doing 95% clinical and 5% academic. She will be paid this dollar amount. She will have some benefits. There might be a restrictive covenant that's mentioned, but it's like a paragraph. It's like a, it's like a two page document that's written in a couple of paragraphs. And there's not a lot of details. Oftentimes there's all types of links in there to policies, to benefit manuals, but it doesn't say anything about your compensation other than a salary. So how does it change over time? If there's a bonus involved, sometimes it'll even say you're tied to a bonus structure, but the bonus structure is not detailed. Again, it's in a policy somewhere else. Other times you'll see no details on the schedule. So it might say you're 95% clinical and 5% for academic, but it doesn't say what that is. Does that mean four and a half days in clinic and a half a day of doing admin or specific academics? How many lectures are you supposed to give? You know, what is that time defined as? It doesn't say if you're a surgeon, how much are you in the OR? How much are you in clinic? If you're in anesthesia, what do your shifts look like? Or same thing with radiology. So we don't have a lot of bookends, a lot of detail on some of these academic contracts that are written two, three pages and paragraphs. We do recommend that you guys get them reviewed. I don't think you need an expensive package on them, but they're actually more difficult for us because they contain so little detail. So a lot of questions are required on your end as you do full due diligence on that particular offer. Lots of reviewing very fun policy manuals and guidebooks and handbooks and everything else that the academic center may have in place that are just kind of standard policy for everybody. Can you negotiate those? The answer is yes. Maybe not all of them, but we've seen some of them that you'll be able to put in a, maybe increase the amount of pay depending on the situation or ask for a signing dollar or a relocation assistance. Now the other type, but again, and it could be 95-5 with clinical work, it could be 80-10-10, it could be 65, you know, split up. It's so variable on the amount of splits. And of course, if you've got research time and you expect funding, that should all be included in that as well. But the other type of academic contract that we'll see looks just like an employment contract with a major hospital. It's a 95% clinical effort. It's, you know, 25 pages long or more. It's got everything that you could imagine in there from detail, which is a good thing from our perspective, but it's got the no cause termination right there. It's got the schedule baked in. It's got a salary or maybe an addendum with all the details of a compensation plan, benefits, non-competes, malpractice insurance detail, everything that you would expect in a formal agreement. The problem with, of course they need to be reviewed, but the problem is with these is they say they're academic, but it looks just like a, a hospital-based contract. You're working 95% of the time in clinical, so you're working like a traditional hospital-employed physician who works 36 patient contact hours and has four hours for admin time. So what we don't like is when academic facilities propose a contract that, like this that's pretty much a producer, right? You have a bonus structure, you're tied to RVUs, 
you're tied to doing a certain number of cases, but they're paying you because they're, quote, academic. We don't think that's fair. And I do feel if you're doing a, some, a majority clinical role in a hospital, just happens to have an academic sign on the outside, I do feel you should be paid a little better than an academic physician. So let's make sure that we understand which of these two types of academic contracts you have. They are very different from a private practice contract, no matter which one you have. But if you've got the, the standard 20, 25, 30 page employment contract from a quote academic facility, it to me is no different than a hospital employed contract, whether a for-profit or a non-for-profit, a major city and a major system or a small community program hospital. So figure out which one you have. Make sure you understand the questions to ask. If we can help navigate any of this, of course, reach out to us at Contract Diagnostics. Hit us up on the website. We've got free consult calls. You can sign up easily at any time for any of our packages at contractdiagnostics.com and tune in for more of these, these little moments. And if you have a question, of course, send it in to us. We'd love to answer it. Thank you for listening to Coffee and Contracts with John Apino. If you need a contract reviewed or want to know if you are being paid fairly, go to contractdiagnostics.com. See you next time.